This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Do you take vitamin D supplements? Well, there was a time a few years back when it was thought to be the panacea with all kinds of health benefits. I remember studies coming out every few months, vitamin D, great for this or great for that. Well, that has been debunked by some of the latest studies, but a lot of people didn't get the memo. And even when vitamin D is recommended, the suggested dose was a thousand international units. And a lot of people, and I know people who think this said, well, if a thousand units is recommended, then if I take double or triple, even better. Uh, now, we have just seen the cautionary tale of a 54-year-old man who was left with permanent kidney damage after taking between eight and 12,000 international units of vitamin D a day. Now, granted, that is pretty extreme, but a lot of people have been taking a lot of this stuff. So if you have questions, the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And with me here, to sort all of this out on vitamin D and also on other vitamins, pharmacist and assistant professor at U of T, John Papasturgio. Hi, John. Hey, it's good to be back, Libby. Did it's you great me? to have you here. So nice to see you. It's been a while. So w- what's the deal? Should we all be taking vitamin D supplements? Because there was a time when that's what we were told to do. Uh, listen, you hit the nail on the head. I remember that time where it wasn't only take vitamin D, but it was take a lot of vitamin D. And I think you're right. That theory's been uh, debunked. There's always been this idea that if something's available over the counter, if it's natural, if it's a vitamin, it's safe to take in as much as you want. And that's that's definitely not the case. And it's not the case for many uh, vitamins and minerals. But with respect to vitamin D specifically, we know it's important, especially in Canadians, anyone living in a northern climate, because we don't get a lot of sunlight in the uh, in the That's winter months. That's where it normally comes, in sunlight. That's right. So your body will make it naturally uh, uh, using the sunlight. And why vitamin D is important, it helps to take calcium that's found in your body and kind of help it attach to the bone. So it makes your bones stronger. So it's very important for the mobilization of calcium. Uh, people that are at high risk for osteoporosis may need a little bit more. Generally, uh, you said it there, it's about a thousand units a day for people that want to take it as a supplement. If you're very high risk, maybe 2000 units. Now this guy, the case report, I read it as well. 12,000 units a day. I've never seen that. That's uh, an extremely well, high amount. Well, it's I mean, if you read down, his naturopath told him to take a lot, but he took even more, more. than the naturopath told him to. But, you know, um, I'd have to say, I mean, I wouldn't want to be listening to that naturopath. No, absolutely not. I've, I hear these stories of naturopaths giving vitamin D drips in certain situations of cancer. It makes me very, very nervous. You've got to, I think you've got to be very careful, especially when you're taking amounts that aren't indicated on the bottle. Ask your pharmacist, are there certain 
certain situations where we may need you to take more? Absolutely. But 12,000 units, that's ridiculous. And we know vitamin D, uh, as A, D, E, and K, they're fat-soluble vitamins. So those are very different like than B complex, which you, you pee out if you take too much. Those ones will kind of accumulate in your fat and in your body. And uh, uh, in the case of vitamin D, they could cause calcification in your kidneys because remember, it's moving calcium around, right? You're asking for trouble. Yeah, I mean, you can get vitamin D from e- – now, I've seen studies that basically say – I mean, there was even a warning from the one of the American Medical Associations said people don't waste your money on vitamins, uh, you know, unless you have a shortage of something that's been measured because really the best way to get – your vitamins, you've got to eat it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you're right on there as well. If you have a well-balanced diet, you probably don't need to take a multivitamin or anything like that. That being said, most Canadians don't have a, a, a very well-balanced diet. And uh, um, taking a multivitamin isn't going to hurt you. I take one. I take Jamplevite. It's my favorite. I don't know this why I have this nice glow, but I take it every day. <laughs> and uh, I feel good when I take it. It's got a lot of B-complex and whatnot. Where we get into problems is people will take a multivitamin. Then they'll say, you know what? I'm going to pile on some vitamin D. And vitamin D is already in the multivitamin. And then maybe I'm going to take some iron on top and maybe some calcium and magnesium. All of a sudden, you're, you're loading your body with all these things. A, probably don't need it. I mean, you don't need all of it for sure. And B, it can be toxic. And the third thing I worry about as a pharmacist is these vitamins and minerals can interact with certain prescription medications, right? So if you're taking them and not asking and you have prescription medications, you get these drug interactions, which may affect your other therapy. Okay, yeah. Uh, but so you take vitamins. I do. And, and so what do you think of, of that warning that sort of sort of said, don't bother taking vitamins, people? <laughs> like I know I'm out and about. I travel a lot for work. I eat out a lot just because I'm always traveling. And I feel like my diet could be better. Um, you know, my trainer at the gym yells at me constantly. You can't, you know, overwork a bad diet. But the reality is I know supplementation for me will probably help. That being said, again, if you eat a well-balanced diet, uh, three good meals a day, you know, you're following the Canadian food diet, you probably don't need it. Is it going to hurt if you take a multivitamin? No, right? One. But if you take 10, maybe, right? So stick to the, the recommended doses. Okay, let's get right to the phones because they are filling up, John, in Burlington. Hello, John. Yes, hello. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? I'm doing Fantastic. Well, I got personal experience with vitamin D, and uh, I had a top specialist with uh, my Sinai Hospital about uh, with 30 specialists underneath them prescribe me 10,000 IU of vitamin D a day. Now, there's something that I want to note here that's not being mentioned. There's two kinds of vitamin D. There's natural, and there's the artificial that the pharmaceutical industry makes. The pharmaceutical industry has been making all sorts of artificial vitamins because they can't patent natural. And the artificial doesn't work, and the natural does work. Uh, uh, I, I, wait a minute. I'm just going to check yeah, that with John. You, know, you bring up, John, a good point. What you're taking is activated vitamin D. It's quite a bit more expensive as well, right? Uh, the regular vitamin D is uh, cheap. You were taking it for a very specific situation, and then that $10,000 use 
for osteoporotic bone pain in certain types of cancers. It is indicated and it is prescribed, right? You're, you're very different than that scenario that we were reading about in the newspaper where the guy just decided to supplement with that. So there is a difference. And, and, and another point there is there's an intranasal version of vitamin D. It's called calcitonin that helps with osteoporotic bone pain as well. So you're very right. There is an activated version. You could call it more quote unquote natural. It's quite a bit more expensive though. That's the difference. Yes, right? it's more expensive, but the difference is it works. Uh, well, I'll argue the other one will work if you take it in under the right indications as well. Yeah. So well, again, again, John, uh, I think that, uh, that our John had it right. You're taking it for a specific pers- uh, purpose. I, I mean, Doctors and these studies say that if you have a shortage or some, you know, need for it, but, you know, we were in a situation where everybody would just, I'm taking my vitamin D to prevent whatever, and that's what didn't pan out. I understand that, but there's one thing, uh, and I know this from experience. I, okay, as a truck driver, I used to run uh, produce long distance. And what a lot of people don't realize is 80% of the nutrients are depleted out of the produce by the time it hits the grocery store shelves. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's and another argument. That's, yeah. that's, that, that is true because it's, it lasts about a week. I don't know if it's 80%, but you are absolutely right. Well, the thing is, I'll, I'll give you an example. I used to pick up tomatoes. They were rock hard green. Oh, by the time you get them to Toronto, you've got to have them nice and red. Okay, throw bananas in the back of the trailer or put gas in the back of the trailer and gas them up, and then you get them looking nice and red. And uh, But, hey, uh, what they do to the produce by the time you get it, so you're not getting the proper nutrients. So I do believe in natural vitamins being added to your diet. Oh, yeah, we all believe in that. Thanks for your call. Let's hear from Ken in Cambridge. Hi, Ken. Hi, Libby. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question regarding vitamin D. Now, I don't take vitamin D. I take vitamin D3. Is this study involve vitamin D3 at all? You, you'll see that, and you'll see different nomenclature when it comes to vitamin D and and kind of to what John was referencing, activated forms of vitamin D. The reality is, Ken, there are slight differences. It, it depends more on what you're taking the vitamin D for. If you're just supplementing because you want to improve your overall bone health, you're okay taking the regular vitamin D, the Life Brand stuff or the Jameson stuff that you see there. You're, you're supplementing, especially in Ontario, because we don't have the, uh, you know, much sunlight in the winter. It's going to help with bone remineralization. If you have a specific condition, you have kidney failure, for example, then we're going to give you activated vitamin D. The challenge with the regular vitamin D is your body, if you're in the situation of kidney failure, won't be able to activate the vitamin D itself. And now we're giving you a different form of vitamin D. It's more expensive, but we're giving it to you for a very specific reason. So um, short answer is, if you're taking it for just normal reasons, no, don't worry too much about it. If you have certain chronic medical conditions, ask your pharmacist. They'll recommend the right one. Okay. Okay. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Let's get right to the phones. We're talking about vitamin D and other vitamins. Diane in Toronto. Hi, Diane. Hi, Libby. Thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Good things grow in Ontario. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. I remember that. (laughs) Uh, My question regarding the vitamin D, uh, the requirement or the suggested requirement, does it vary with age? For example, a woman uh, before menopause and after menopause, should she be taking more or less? 
Absolutely, Diana. Great question, and it does vary with age. Uh, uh, we know as you get older, as you become postmenopausal, your risk for osteoporosis goes up. Right? And one of the reasons we take vitamin D is to help with that calcium absorption to prevent osteoporosis. So as you get older, uh, yeah, I generally recommend more, a little more uh, vitamin D, uh, a minimum of a thousand units. But if you're at higher risk, say you, you know, you have a family history of osteoporosis, uh, maybe poor diet, you don't exercise that well. Um, Maybe think of taking, uh, you know, 2,000 units a day, but that's enough. You don't have to exceed that. Now I'm help, sorry, uh, I didn't hear you. You said 2,000 a day? Yeah, 2,000 units yep. a day, okay. and that should be enough. Yep. And remember, vitamin D doesn't work on its own, right? Uh, it works in combination with calcium. So generally, I recommend taking a calcium supplement so it could take that calcium, get it to your bones, and now you could find calcium and magnesium in a single product, right? CalMag and stuff like that, so you don't have to yeah. take two different pills. But yeah, uh, good number, 1,000 if you're low risk, 2,000 if you're high risk, that's it. Yeah, I was a little confused from uh, one of the callers said that there's different types of vitamin D, the D3 and then something else. Yeah, like there's activated vitamin D. I, I don't want everyone to get stuck on that because that's more in situations where uh, patients have some type of chronic kidney disease and they can't. Uh, vitamin D to work has to be activated by your body. If your body can't do that for whatever reason, you're better off taking the activated form. The vast majority of our listeners will be fine with the regular vitamin D. Don't so don't the, sweat the it at all. The D3 that we see in the... In the yeah, and there's some yeah. of them are, they say D and D3. Yeah, because it's got both forms in there, yeah. which is fine. You'll be okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I generally look for a reputable brand that's on sale. You'll be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Man you. after my own that's heart. Right. A good that's brand good. on sale. That's thank it. you very much. No problem. Okay. okay. All righty. Uh, let me give the numbers out again. We're talking about vitamin D. As a matter of fact, all other vitamins. We've had this uh, wild case of somebody ending up with permanent kidney damage from taking too much vitamin D. It was a few years ago starting to be looked at as, you know, the answer, the panacea for everything. That's been debunked. But as I said before, a lot of people did not get that memo. So if you have questions, the number is to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we've got Nora in Fergus. Hello there. Hello. I just want to talk to Dr. Papastogio, okay. about, about Medi-C+. Plus. Is that a vitamin C-type uh, formulation? Uh, th- that brand doesn't ring a bell, but is it is it just a tablet, or is it one of those effervescent forms of it, vitamin C? I believe it's a tablet. I just bought a bottle, and there's a certain doctor who recommends it. In He writes in some of the newspapers that I have seen, not recently, but I uh, have... Uh, a valve, heart valve problem, and I thought it might be good for me um, because of, um, well, I don't know. I just wanted to somebody to tell me it was going to be good for me. Yeah, you know what? Vitamin C is an antioxidant, really, right? So mm-hmm. um, there used to be uh, this idea, same as vitamin D, if you took super high doses of vitamin C, I remember that. it would boost your immune system, you wouldn't get sick. Linus Pauling, who's actually a Nobel laureate, he started this whole thing, and he was a big believer in it. But it turns out it's water-soluble. If you take too much, you just end up peeing it out, right? Yeah. So it's uh, uh, it's not, it's not uh, 
uh, great to take huge huge amounts of it or it's not necessary, but it does have certain functions, right? And uh, I think as an antioxidant, it can uh, help uh, clear your body of some of these toxins uh, in normal amounts. We know it's important for kind of eye health. Uh, uh, sailors used to take it to prevent scurvy, remember? Uh, so uh, you don't want to be defici- deficient in it either. But by no means, uh, Nora, you want to take huge amounts of it. Uh, will it hurt if you take a little bit? I Absolutely think, uh, not. I recommended three a day, and they're, call, they're vegetarian capsules. Yeah, it should be okay. Just if that's on the bottle, stick with that amount. I'm not sure what the concentration per capsule also, is there. It also contains calcium ascorbate. Yeah, good. Yeah, that just helps with the absorption of the vitamin C. Vitamin C gets absorbed uh, better in certain acidic environments. But I think for the most part, the message we want to take here, probably not going to help with your heart valve issue at all. I don't think there's any indication What about there. this? Uh, a lot of people say vitamin C, if you f- feel a cold coming yeah. on. I don't believe that. Well, I don't either. But uh, that was the whole idea. <laughs> if you took a super huge amount of vitamin C, that it would help uh, stimulate your immune system and uh, you'd be able to fight off the cold. They even have a product called Emergency, right? So so as soon as you start feeling sick, you're supposed to take it. Maybe, is it possible that it activates some of the immune cells? Possibly. Is it going to cure you of your cold? Absolutely not. Um, But it's an antioxidant. It's there. It'll do some good things. Just don't overdo it. Mm -hmm. And I remember this this really freaked me out when I was uh, on cancer treatment because I know there were some people trying to push me to take vitamin C and well I wouldn't have anyway but but then I read that it could have interacted and oh, with the chemotherapy and made it not work so anyone on chemotherapy uh, medications that are uh, you know very important for specific chronic diseases do not self-select vitamins. Go to your pharmacist. Act. Will this ask? Will this interact? Your oncologist. That's right. Your oncologist. Anyone? You, because you'd be wow. surprised how many of these inert and quote unquote inert, uh, uh, you know, vitamins and minerals can interfere with drugs that are doing very important things. So uh, just be cautious of that. Well, I have just celebrated my ninety-second birthday. Oh, oh congrats. congratulations! Happy birthday! You're, you're doing something I right keep over on there for a little while longer. Uh, okay. <laughs> and thank you very much. I will uh, talk to my local pharmacist. Okay, good idea. And possibly my doctor, but um, that's my last hope. Okay, thanks (laughs) a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, well, she must be doing something, something right. For sure. And and you know what, Libby, I tell you, the vast majority of questions I get in the community pharmacies are around vitamins and minerals. People seem to have a lot of questions. Uh, there's always new products, combination products. They're not really sure what to do, so just ask your pharmacist. Well, it's it's a multi, multi-billion dollar Huge. industry. Huge. <laughs> and it changes constantly because they're looking for the next gimmick, the next thing that will get people uh, uh, going. And I've seen so many kind of fads where this is what you take, take it for, you know, a year, it changes. And I mean, the reality is, I think we we touched on it a few times, well-balanced diet, maybe a multivitamin if you have a specific chronic disease uh, and you want to look into, you know, minerals or vitamins that may help, things like diabetes, we'll make some recommendations, but don't go crazy. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to vitamin D, have you seen a drop-off in recent years since those latest? Yeah, I remember a time where docs were even doing like vitamin D levels when you would go in and they were recommending it. Um, I used to see it on scripts. It's dropped off dramatically. I think uh, the message is probably slowly getting out there that you don't need tons of it. 
Do we need it in in the you know in Canada in the northern uh, countries? Absolutely, yeah. You need probably a supplement, but don't go wild. Don't go wild. Yeah, yeah. And and again, this this crazy case uh, just that should never have happened. I don't know what that naturopath was thinking. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, you know, I'm not sure if where he was buying his uh, vitamin D from, and that, that he must have been using a lot, so buying a lot. Uh, I would have hoped the pharmacist would have caught that, maybe asked a few questions around it and been able to stop it. But um, yeah, what happened there, I imagine, is he got calcification in his kidneys just because he was taking so much vitamin D. So it was causing him to absorb a lot of calcium. And uh, uh, that will happen. And unfortunately, that damage that's done to those kidneys, it's once it's done, it's irreversible. Now they just got to really, be, really, you know, protect the kidneys going forward. Well, yeah, I mean, that is a really sad situation. But I think it, it will serve to make people understand. And I think you hit uh, the nail on the head uh, when you said that people think that if something is over the counter and it's something you're so familiar with that it's completely benign and you can just, you know, go ahead and take whatever you think is right. And that is just not the case. Well, I had a patient that uh, went into renal failure because of uh, ibuprofen. She's taking regular ibuprofen, then the combo pr- products that are in the cough and cold. And she was doing this for a while. Same thing, put you in acute renal failure. You got to be careful. Uh, these ingredients are found in multiple products. And once you exceed the maximum dose, it can be very, very dangerous. Okay. Anything else you want to leave us with? No, just, you know, uh, pharmacists are here for that reason. If you're in the pharmacy, ask those questions. That's what we're doing. Our scope is evolving very, very quickly. We're getting uh, uh, really uh, involved in all aspects, I think, of primary health care now. So, um, you know, use us. We're there. Okay. Thank you so much. And so good to see you again, again, John Papastergio, pharmacist and U of T assistant professor. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.